We are joined right now by somebody you've heard on the program, but we were just talking about how it's nice to come together personally. He is a senior NFL writer for The Athletic. He is also a pro football Hall of Fame selector. He is co-host of the Football GM podcast. He is co-author of the Football 100. He is Mike Sando. Mike, how you doing, man? Good to see you. It's great to be here, Jim. Always love doing your show and love being here at another Super Bowl. No, I appreciate it. Great to have you here. Let me ask you, four years ago, the Niners and the Chiefs met in the Super Bowl. Go big picture. How different is this Kansas City team oh. from the one that beat the Niners in Miami? Unbelievable. They are one of the younger teams now. They've, they've got, I believe, seven or eight of their defensive starters were drafted since 2020. Uh, so they've pulled off what's very difficult in football. It's very hard to have the best quarterback pay him a ton of money and be good on defense. So to reinvent yourself with a young defense, that's the holy grail of football. Almost no one's been able to do that, especially teams with offensive coaches. Look at the Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy era, right? Great era, one ring. Look at Drew Brees with Sean Payton. Great era, some really bad defenses, one ring. Peyton Manning, even in Indy, they were great on offense. They couldn't get the defense right. So what they've done with Mahomes, I mean, it's unbelievable. You, you don't see it happen. All right, and, and part of that was moving Tyreek Hill to yeah. free up some of that money, and they have reinvented themselves. What about the flip side of that? Like, they've made, I mean, nobody gets it right every single time, but they've made mostly all the right moves. San Francisco has made some moves that could have been absolutely catastrophic yeah. and devastating, right? Yet yeah. here they are. It's really unbelievable. To Lay that out. Yeah. To really, the year that Mahomes went to Kansas City, remember, they took Solomon Thomas in the top three of the draft. So right there, that's a misstep that could really haunt your franchise for years. But because Kyle Shanahan is such a good uh, schemer and they've built up the weapons there, they were able to win with Jimmy G. Now you take a big swing at Trey Lance. Okay, well, this is going to be fatal. We gave up the farm, multiple ones. No one survives. Everyone in the league is whispering, these guys are going to be fired. These guys are going to be fired. Not fired. They reload with Brock Purdy. Again, you could say total luck. Hey, you hey, get my man, not fired is one thing. Yeah. Back in the Super Bowl yeah. is another, right? <laughs> yes. It's really unbelievable. And they do have a good team. It's just hard to miss that big, especially at the quarterback position, and live to not only tell about it, but to thrive with it. It's really remarkable. It's a testament to them. I mean, they've, they've put together a build that I would never recommend to anyone else. They did it. I think the Chiefs is more of a, okay, you can see what they did. It followed a natural progression. And it totally made sense. You should try that too, right? The 49ers, I don't think anybody could try that. They've done it. They get the credit for it. But it's kind of a one-off. Yeah, so what I'm hearing from you is they went about it in totally different ways, yet they end up in the same spot. Yeah. They're right back here. Yeah. Let me ask you about Kansas City's receivers. They took a lot of heat earlier yeah. this season, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. How do they look to you now? This whole team looks like a great championship boxer to me. If you go back and watch Muhammad Ali... He was fat in the tune-up fights. He was, came in at 228, 230, had a little dad bod roll on the side. But when he got in the ring with Frazier, when he got in the ring with Foreman, he looked 10 years younger than he was. He was ready to go. And I think for this Chiefs team that has been to the mountaintop, you can't fake the importance of the games. And I think they've dialed in. Now, some development, too. I think the young receiver, Rasheed Rice, has no doubt. That's part of his natural arc. But MVS, even Kelsey, these guys are dialed in like a championship fighter that gets up for the big fights, but you can't tell them it's a big fight when they're playing, when they're fighting some tune-up guy, you know, who's trying to make a name for himself. So did we get the better part of 17 games of, like, the rope-a-dope? It was a little bit of a rope-a-dope. I don't think it was intentional. You know, I think they were frustrated. I think Pat Mahomes was really wondering, probably at some point, are we going to be able to pull this out? They convinced me that they weren't going to be able to pull out of it offensively. I mean, at a certain point, you go, you are what you are, right? 
Yeah, I, I didn't buy, and I gave up on them. I gave up <laughs> on them, and here they are. And, that, and, and yeah. by the way, they know that we all gave up on them, yeah. right? You yeah. look at Patrick Mahomes. He is such a good dude. But underneath it all, even with that arm talent and what a good guy he is, man, never mistake this guy for not being the ruthless killer that he <laughs> is, right? He really, really is. I, I think he's... You know, a unique quarterback among championship quarterbacks, okay? We talk about they have a good defense now. They didn't always have that. Look at the great winning quarterbacks. Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach in the 70s. They had defenses with their own names, Doomsday, all this type of stuff. You get into the the 80s and you think Joe Montana, great offense. They led the league in the 80s in fewest points allowed. Okay. You get in the 90s, you got Aikman, you got Favre, you get Brady. They all had Hall of Fame defenses with guys that are wearing gold jackets. So for Mahomes to already have a couple rings in his back pocket on his finger without having defenses that were anything to write home about, now you give him that? I think it's shown what he's done now is different than what those other quarterbacks did early in their careers. And it's a credit to him. All right, so he's done all those things. It's a credit to him, yet... In the football 100, he's currently number 98, my guy. Oh, man. Why, so, why, why yeah. is he only 98, yeah. and are you going to move him up? Regardless yeah. of what happens this weekend, yeah. do you yeah. move him up based on the fact oh. that he's back here? Well, no doubt. So the football 100 book, the concept was really three years ago we were doing this, and we, we wrote a series of stories about all the guys. At that point, early on, I don't think we even had him in there in the first draft. We were like, <laughs> because he hadn't played. We're talking add two okay. more seasons with a Super Bowl win. Then we got to the point where they won the Super Bowl last year. We had to sort of write him into it. We said, okay, at this point, he's got to be in there. But it's weird when they haven't played that long. I mean, I think he's trending into the top ten here at a certain point when you check the box of did he play long enough. He wins this one. How would you leave him out? I was going to say, like, if you wrote the book today yeah, yeah. before this game, is he top ten? <sighs> a great question. I mean, I don't know if you go that high of guys with 15 years, but the fact that you're able to ask the question and I'm not like, oh, come on. This is totally premature. It means you got to think about it. And he's 28. That's incredible. It's a fair question. What about Travis? Look, at least he's on the list. What about Travis Kelsey? Should he he have been on the list? What was your thinking on that? Yeah, I think he probably should now. Um, So Travis Kelsey, I've done a lot of study. We talked about this on on our show when we were talking about Torrey Holt and some of the great wide receivers. So I found a way to look at the best eight seasons of every receiver in history's career, wide receivers, okay, and to evaluate their performance against their peers, all right? There's only one tight end in the history of the game that factors up there with wide receivers by his production, and that's Travis Kelsey. Now, we can argue that Gronk was a better blocker. We can talk about, you know, back in the day, Tony Gonzalez this or... You can go all the way back, but his production in receiving yardage is that of a good wide receiver, of a top wide receiver, of somebody that you might consider as being on the fringes of Hall of Fame wide receiver talk, oh. okay? You do that as a tight end. That's an, amazing, that's an amazing thing you just said, right? Yeah, you're a one-off. He's a one-off. There's no one like him, so you can, you can talk about his blocking all you want. I don't care. He is, he is a unique receiver at that position, now totally in tune with a quarterback, like they were saying the other day, they don't, they don't even know what routes are running. It just makes sense. These are two basketball players. This is, you know, this is Magic it's, Johnson it's not even having yard, to think man. about it. This is, this it's is, playground, right? Yeah, exactly. Mike Sando joining us. Mike, I want to ask you something. What about the Ravens? Like, for much of the year, it looked like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens would be playing this game Sunday. He had an incredible year. He'll be the MVP. Yeah. But that loss to the Chiefs drops him to 2-4 and four in the playoffs. How do you explain that and what needs to change going forward? Well, I think, in general, their move to become a little bit more of a pass-oriented offense with three wide receivers was probably the smart thing to do. I think in the end, though, 
they got away a little bit from the Lamar designed run component. And I think, look, he's a fine pocket passer. He's not an elite pocket passer. He, he's not going to be in the will, top will five he quarterbacks. Ever, will he ever be? If uh, they commit probably, to it, probably they do not. This? You know, probably not. But that doesn't mean he's not good at it. But what is the real secret weapon is the fact that from a designed run, quarterback run component, he scares you to death. So I bet you, like, if I could go back, if they could go back, do all the stuff you did with opening up the offense, you know, he did have a good season. He did make strides. He did improve. But I would have loved to have seen more of a quarterback run game plan when it mattered. Because I think some of the shift away from that was like, hey, long term, this is probably the best. He has to grow in this way. It's probably the best for him in a durability standpoint. Guys don't get necessarily hurt running the ball as quarterbacks, but they wear down. It's a cumulative effect. It's like taking punches, okay? So the Chiefs didn't really have to worry about that. They had two designed runs, a few scrambles. Are you hamstringing what makes him truly special? Because otherwise, you might have a quarterback who's a good pocket passer, but not so good that you're going to beat Patrick Mahomes, right? See, I, I wonder what you do, because if they don't make that change in the short term, maybe we are talking about them right now. But to your point, in the long term, it's better for his longevity. They have a plan. They're trying to install their plan, develop the plan, and make it a long-term thing. But you know, historically, you study this, nothing's guaranteed. How do you know you're going to get back? Oh, I always feel when teams miss their best opportunities that, that it comes back to bite them. There's just team after team. I remember I was covering the 49ers when they lost that championship game at home to the Giants. They were the better team. Oh, they'll get back. Their window's open. Well, yeah, they got back with, like, a different coaching staff five, six years later. So it's a major missed opportunity. Look, look at the Seattle great team of 10 years ago, the second time to win it. Oh, they'll be back. They got Russell Wilson, this, these guys. No, Cam Chancellor's career ends, right? Now Russ is making money. Now the rise of another team in the NFC. All these things happen, like Buffalo. Buffalo's okay. had their window. I was, I was going to wait for you to finish and say, what about Buffalo? Yeah. Has that window already slammed shut? No, because I think Josh Allen is there, and they were close to beating Kansas City this year. So, but they have a pro- what they have to do is what Kansas City did. They're highly leveraged with their contracts right now. They have to build a young defense from the ground up now like Kansas City did to be able to afford Josh Allen and to support him. That defense has gotten older. They're bringing back Vaughn Miller most likely because they kind of need to. I was going yeah. to say, what's more painful? I'm sorry. What's more painful, bringing back Vaughn Miller and Stephon Diggs or letting them go and having to deal with yeah. the cap consequences? And they're, they're deciding, well, it's probably worse to get rid of them because they're, they're kind of doubling down. They're, they're at that blackjack table over here, and they're like, they're kind of pot committed now, and they've realized they've got... And they're, not, and they're not what they were. They're not what they were. They, they realize it is probably not best to uh, double down right here. You know, it's probably not by the book to double down, but oh, we've already got a thousand bucks out here. Mm. You know, let's just put another 300 on there or whatever. We'll chase it, and, you know, it's probably better than walking up and leaving from the table. All right, speaking of the book, we are in Vegas. What about this weekend? Obviously, you've thought about this. You know the yeah. matchups. Yeah. How do you see this one? What is your early lean? Do you have a prediction? Yeah, I've been going with the Chiefs and Mahomes all through the playoffs. I, I just have, I just especially when you get points. The, this 49er team, I think only the 10th team since 2000 has been favored every game throughout a whole season, counting playoffs. Uh, and so that's awesome. But I feel like the Chiefs are doing this. And they're getting better, and they're on point right now. I feel like the 49ers sort of had that, and now they're not bad, but they've tripped a couple times. It's looked a little wobbly. Suddenly you're down a bunch of points in Detroit. You're, you didn't look good against Green Bay. Are they peaking right now? 
uh, or, or surviving or, or holding on a little bit. So I'm not no no way am I betting against Mahomes. No way. I take the Chiefs any day of the week. You give me points. You kidding me? I'll live with it. If it comes out the other way, I'll live with it. It's still a good decision. That seems to be the consensus early in the week. He's the co-author of the Football 100. He is a senior NFL writer for The Athletic, also a Pro Football Hall of Fame selector. Mike Sando in person. Mike, always appreciate you on the show, and especially here in person, man. Thank you so much for that. Hey, thank you. Appreciate good to see you. It. Mike Sando, great job.